Hey everybody, this is uh, Anime Stroganoff. I am Eli. And I'm Lilith. And uh, I believe today we are talking about Princess Principle. Yes, but before that, real quick, let's do the let's do some catch up. Right, uh, what have you up. been watching this week besides what we're about to talk about? I watched the first episode of Toradora. How was that? It was good. Not as good. I, I do remember that being a pretty good show. I really need to go back and finish watching that. It's been on my queue for a while. It moved up in my queue after a while. And then it hit the top of my you need to watch this right now queue. So I watched it. And I'm like, oh, I watched the first episode. Yeah, fair enough. Probably going to watch the entire thing over the next few days. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. My case, I've been watching some of the new seasonal anime for our uh, upcoming yeah, I need, a, I need to get on that. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, besides that, I started watching a magical girl anime called Sacred Slayer Matsui. I will have words about that later. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure you will. I can't wait to talk about this show on this show. <laughs> oh, also, I, well, I believe I technically did this last week, but I watched... The movie, I think it was called Priest. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, that movie. That was a hilarious movie. That's, not, the, not... that's the, uh, the cowboy vampire one? Yeah, it's the one where you got Catholic priests in a sort of quasi-steam, quasi-cattle, quasi-cyberpunk dystopia city world. And the the priests, the Catholic priests, are like rebelling against the church to fight vampires with a bunch of like cowboys on like hover bikes. <laughs> and then the the vampires have a train. They're gonna go. They're bandits on a train. They're all vampires. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it is it is a stupid movie, but it is one of the most interesting things I've seen in a while. All right then. <laughs> And with that, I guess we can get on to our main topic today. All right, yes, let's. Princess, Princess Principal. Princess Principal. So, some of you might think, like, oh, I watched this, when, like, when it came out. This isn't some obscure anime. What are you doing? What are you doing, Anime Stroganoff Team? I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not even in the top 1,000 on my anime list. Exactly. That that's my point. <laughs> it's not as if it feels like more people should have watched this. Yeah. Like okay, so how about you start us off? What's what is the premise of this show? Um okay. The premise. So it's a, it's like a Cold War spy film or spy series set in, like, the 1890s in a sort of, like, quasi-steampunk world inspired by H.G. Wells. That is that is the best description I have for it. It's... <laughs> it's, it's steampunk. It's, it's amazing. It's steampunk spies. It's, it's fucking awesome. I mean, it's, it's got a it's... bit of that... It's got, I don't know, maybe a bit of nuke punk? Not really. It's, it's much more steampunk I mean... and aesthetic. Cavrite comes. What's what I'm saying? Inspired by H.W.F. Because that's where it comes from. Oh, okay. The the first men in the moon. Oh. 
uh, H.G. Wells' Cavorite, the guy invents Cavorite, which allows you to defy gravity. Oh, okay. I di- see, I didn't know it was a reference. It, it, it is, but I mean, it's the Cavorite in this is, a, I'd say, fairly distinct from the original Cavorite, but then again, I mean, when is something ever, like, true to the original? Yeah, that's very true. Take Priest, for example. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's literally set in Victorian England. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's great. So, Princess Principal came out in 2017. Studio 3HZ and Octus working together. I have no idea what level the level of participation there was on each side, but I mean, sto- the story and everything seems pretty 3HZ, and, but Octus is like going solo with the sequel, so. That's kind of weird. No idea how that's, how that's working out. But Octus is a pretty good studio, so, you know. I what have, else I have they done? They did Girls in Panzer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They've, also, they've been, also a really good show. They've been milking Girls in Panzer for like the past five years. Oh my god, Girls in Panzer came out in 2012. <laughs> so they've been milking it for the last eight years. Oh my god. Now, now it's presumably Princess Principal's turn. Bloody hells. Hey, if it, if it means we get more Princess Principal... I mean, absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying no to, like, DOS Finale with Girls and Panzer going on. So yeah, Princess Principal. So you got, you know, your cast. Uh, you got Dorothy, Beatrice, Chise? Chise, yeah. Chise. Uh, Anji, sometimes known as Charlotte. Charlotte, sometimes known as Anji. Usually known as Princess. Or wait... Oh, I know. It's just which, one are we ta- which one are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yes. This being a spy thriller, it's there's a lot of like identity stuff going on. It's a lot of. Uh, See, I said it's a lot of fun. <laughs> to, I just writing Dorothy. down my recap for this, I I had to I had to figure out remember which character is which when I was writing it down. I, th- I think I think that's the five main characters: Dorothy, Beatrice, Chise, Anji, also known as Charlotte. Charlotte, also known as Anji. Do we should we count the car? I mean, we, I mean, that's a pretty sweet car. It's a pretty sweet car. They drive around in a sweet car. It's a really good. It's like, it's like one of those really long. It's got kind of the engine exposed aesthetic thing yeah. going on. It's it's the eighteen. It's the nineties. The eighteen nineties. <laughs> the yeah. best nineties. It's a muscle car. <laughs> it's great. Only '90s kids will remember dying in World War One. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no World War yet. In well, I mean, in, yeah, uh, it's the 1890s. This, this is true. We're, we're building up to it. Oh, they yeah, do absolutely. mention the possibility of like some great global conflict in the future. Oh yeah, absolutely. Except this one has friggin' airships, anti-gravity okay. airships. I guess uh, we just dive right into starting episode one. We'll just talk about whatever's cool. Uh, yeah. So let's start with the. I I think guess best place to start is with the opening. Uh, yeah, the opening is. I love is the beautiful. Opening. I mean, it's uh, it's it's it's. Uh, I don't. 
I can never excuse me. I can never remember her name. She's the she's the person who did the soundtrack for Medical Magico. Really? Yes. Fucking She's amazing. She's like one of my favorite probably musicians of Yuki Kaji Kaji Kajiura? Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, she did the she did the the opening. Really? Yeah. Like the uh the instrumentation or the vocals? I think both. I, d- I don't enough. know, what do do? but yeah, she it's 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 amazing. Yes, I've actually uh, because I I went to check, because I was wondering because I when I was rewatching I was like, I don't want to skip the opening because I really like it. Yes. I wasn't a hundred percent on it when we first watched it. I know, but it it's grown on me enough to where I want to listen to it regularly, and I found out it's on Spotify. It is. Yeah. This is it's... more exciting than the time I found out that the Girls and Panzer opening was on Spotify. <laughs> it is? Yeah. And so's so's the Spice and Wolf opening and the uh School Live opening. Hot damn. Oh, and the Middle Magic opening. Damn. Nice. Yeah, it's called The Other Side of the Wall. Yeah, I I, I know it's called I'm pulling yeah. this up. No, not I got friends on the other side. Get out of here, Disney. Awesome. Here it is. I'm adding that to my saved like songs. Yes, All right, absolutely. Sweet. Yeah, I, I've been listening to it like nonstop the last couple days when I'm not watching <laughs> when I haven't been watching the show. Yeah, surprisingly, most of the girls in Panther soundtrack is actually on Spotify. Oh, that's pretty rad. Yeah, but um, yeah, opening dope, amazing. Dope. Like definitely, music is really really good. You like jazz. It's pretty jazzy. Yeah, the the opening's pretty dope. Well, the uh, well the song is pretty dope. I don't know how I feel about like the animation. Like the animation's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But a lot of the imagery is very confusing. Yes, I mean Anji becomes an Edwardian frog king. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably the standout part of the opening. Is... I still don't know what that's supposed to be a well, metaphor she... for. Well, because she's always saying she's from the Black Lizard planet. Frogs aren't a lizard. But They're an amphibian. A... I'm pretty sure she's a lizard. So she's supposed to be a lizard. It's once, it's like half a second of the opening, but it's still really weird. <laughs> it's I, 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 I'm sure it's symbolic of something, but... Probably. Either that or they just gave their animators like, okay... You're done with the series. Just go nuts. On Here, the we have $50,000 we found down the back of the couch. Go do something with it. Yeah, pretty much. It's a spy movie, right? Let's, uh, let's have them, like, fucking drive off a cliff. <laughs> and then one of them turns into a frog. Yeah, and then she catches the other girl and she turns around and fires her gun. <laughs> the The first episode... It's a fantastic first episode. Oh yes, gives you a good like overview of the uh, aesthetic of the world. It introduces the characters and how they fit into the spy team. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Anji serves a guy like the weirdest English, most weirdest English breakfast. She serves him an omelet with a side of mashed potatoes. That's actually one thing I like about the series is that it's pretty 
I mean, I've never been to Britain or England or what, whatever. But it's it feels a lot more English. Like, it feels like it understands English culture a little bit better than a lot of other anime do. Yes. It also has probably a very good example of translation convention in that they are all most definitely speaking English. Like, Chise, this is at some other point, but it's a very tiny thing. I just noticed that she she meant she tries she says to something to them in Japanese in Japanese and none of them understand it. Actually, I would like to see a dub. Is there a dub of Princess Principal? Uh, is there a dub planned? Because I feel like it would it would work really well as a dub. It would appear there is no dub. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, as long as, long as it's not like the girls in Panzer dub. You mean awful? <laughs> yeah. Wait, is there an actual... Wait, no, there's a dub? There is a dub. There is a dub, it appears. It's on Verve. Of course it's on Verve. <laughs> okay. That's uh, that's really weird. I just, I, just, I just Googled it, and someone... Someone rated it as an A... As an A in A plus dub. Oh, that's good. So we might we might have to check that out some other time. Maybe like a it's just like a bite-sized episode or something. Yeah. But yes, apparently there's an English dub, so that will be an interesting scene to watch in the English dub. Yes. So this is uh, in when they go to the hospital. Yes. For the investigation stuff. Yes. She gives that girl in the other hospital bed an embolism, right? I that's what I thought. That's what I thought and I said that yeah. when but she, she was shows up alive later. Alive later. Yeah. Yes. Maybe she just stabbed her in the neck or maybe presumably she just stabbed her in the neck. Either that or it actually did have like some kind of sedative. Oh, so actually only about one in three people who get an embolism die. Oh, okay. So she got an embolism and she didn't die. Okay. Awesome. So Anji did totally try and murder that girl. Judging from how everyone else in the scene was looking at her. <laughs> she, she just fucking did it in fucking open yeah, view. <laughs> I figure that's what she did, but she showed up alive later. I guess Anji just decided to roll those dice. Yeah. Yeah. Think about Anji as a, as a character. Yeah. She, she she's one of my favorite characters. She, you know, you, you normally have like, you know, your your smart conniving spy characters and they're playing just like 6D chess. Yeah. Ahead of everyone else. Anji doesn't play 6D chess. She sits down to play chess, but she plants explosives underneath the chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to be sure. Like, uh, what, what's an example of her doing something like that? I I was literally watching this just yesterday. <laughs> like, I wrote that down because that was my reaction to something she did. I do know there was the one part at the end of episode one. Oh yeah, that the the dude pulls the gun, and she goes. It's not loaded, you know. <laughs> and he he's like, fucking course, and he drops it. And when he drops it, you can see 
that there are bullets in the in the revolver. I mean, yeah. So he's he's he, he's a scientist, so he obviously doesn't really understand guns. <laughs> but come on, man. You had to know that your gun was loaded. <laughs> when I when I watched that, I thought that that was an auto lo- an auto loader, and she actually did take the magazine out because I'm pretty sure she loaded a magazine after she picked up the gun from him. But I mean, I I watched this over the course of weeks, so I may be misremembering. As I remember it, she just picked it up, pointed it at him. They stood there. She held the gun to his head. And then uh, shot him six times without doing anything else. Without breaking a sweat. Absolutely. Because that's how Angie roll. She's not even a sociopath. She just... She's just good at her job. She's just good at her job. Uh, was there any other like standout moments from episode one? Because uh, it's, it's a great episode overall. It is a great episode uh, overall. Uh, one, I guess one thing is how they, like, trick you into thinking that, okay, so you showed us, like, the end of the series, so now you're going to show us the beginning of the series? Yes. When this one was case 13, and then we get case one in the very next episode. Yeah, and it's 12 episodes long. Yeah, exactly. So you think, oh, they're going to, like, do two cases in one episode or something. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it goes all over the place. They don't care about your mind anymore. <laughs> your mind is their their playground. <laughs> Figuring out the timeline for this show is a mess. Yeah. But actually, speaking of case one, we can move on to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess go over Operation Changeling real quick. I, I, I feel like we should have probably mentioned this at the start but there probably will be at least some spoilers we're gonna try and avoid them but there will be some spoilers for the show oh, so yeah there's gonna be a lot of spoilers <laughs> it's it's unavoidable if we're gonna be talking about everything if we're gonna be talking yeah. past like the first three episodes i mean yeah that's... but the show's been out for like three years we'll, we'll try and keep some of this stuff it's y'all's fault for sleeping on it absolutely why, why are we blaming the listeners <laughs> Because they're the ones that didn't watch this when it came out. Admittedly, I didn't watch it when it came out, but I didn't watch anime back then. This is very true. I am very new. I started watching in 2018. Good times. Good times. <laughs> we we can we can we can cover the show that got you started on anime some other time. <laughs> we we absolutely should. Yes. <sighs> some other episode. Time. Another some other episode. time. <laughs> all, right, all right. So case one, episode two. Because I don't remember all the case numbers. No, no one does. But uh, case one. So, you you may have noticed that you know in, in the beginning when I was introducing the characters, I mentioned Anji, also sometimes known as Charlotte, and Charlotte also sometimes known as Anji. There's a reason for this. It's a pretty good reason, I think. Uh, yeah. So basically, the reason for this is Anji is. The, the artist formerly known as Charlotte. It's 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 a, it's a Mark Twain, Prince and the Pauper type situation. Yeah, I was just about to say Prince and the Pauper. So, Anji 
Anji, Anji, Anji is. <laughs> this is why it's complicated talking about the characters in the show. So Anji, formerly known as Charlotte, who I will refer to primarily as Anji, was the original Charlotte. She and Anji, who is now known as Charlotte, swapped places, but then couldn't swap back. And they wound up stuck that way. Q, many years later, you know, you have someone who just can who just you know conveniently looks and is able to perfectly act like the princess <laughs> <laughs> we should probably mention the the world uh i don't think we went into depth about that at all actually like which parts like the the whole setting oh yeah we just kind of said oh yeah we, steampunk victorian england <laughs> we just started gushing about the show <laughs> that is true that is very true <laughs> so let's see here i guess so there is the queen, obviously, because yes. if you're going to make a show about Britain, you can't do it about any of the kings. They're boring. I think it's literally just Queen Victoria. She has a different name, but yeah, it's it's just being Queen Victoria. It's old Queen Victoria, though. It's not like prime Queen Victoria, which is kind of cool. Kind of cool. I mean, Queen Victoria ascended to the throne in 1845. Damn. Okay, yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's the Queen, Victoria, and then, of course, there's the royal family. None of them matter, for the most part. The only two that matter are the princess, who is fourth in line for the throne. Yes. And the Duke of Normandy. Yes. I don't know where he is on the, uh, I don't, succession. I don't know either. If I had to guess, he's probably, like, first or second. He w- He's not first. Okay, he's if he was prince. first, he would be Prince of Wales. That is a good point. Considering how this show treats a lot of the other British stuff, I would absolutely believe that he would be Prince of Wales. <laughs> I mean, they do mention that Cornwall exists, so imagining Wales did fall off into the ocean. Okay, quick. Speaking of Cornwall, which side is Cornwall on? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Cornwall is on the commonwealth side of the border are you sure i'm pretty sure the commonwealth has west and like the midlands which side is scotland on i think scotland and eastern Eng- and east england is part is still part of the royal the royalness okay the the, the, the kingdom all right i have no idea at all where 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 Ireland falls, I think someone like combined like combined every reference. Like they mentioned, uh, or no, uh, Chise, uh, the 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 Japanese girl. Uh, yeah. Her her ship comes in at Liverpool. Okay. Which you know, if they're coming into the Commonwealth at Liverpool, then basically everything west of Liverpool is safe to assume is Commonwealth. Well, wait, but at the time they thought they were meeting with the kingdom. Where did they? Yeah, because they met with the princess. But they the... were met. They were met by the princess. So, oh right, wait. Oh. And they didn't know about the whole Commonwealth, unless they did. I don't. God, this is why it's complicated having to. This is this is why it's complicated. I'm I, I'm googling a map. <laughs> You're never gonna find one. There isn't one. <laughs> okay, so. As you could tell from what we were just talking about, they're 
so about like a decade pr- prior to the start of our story. I think exactly a decade. Not yeah, to the day, but... More or less a decade. It, they say ten years, so I'm just going to call it a decade. Yeah. There was a... I don't know if I want to call it communist revolution. It was a very... It was, it, d- democracy. I mean, they, yeah, they There was do, a revolution they, in the kingdom. They become the commonwealth. Yeah. Which is a term that was would have been used by uh, Republicans uh, in, okay. the, in, in Britain at the time. Okay, that makes sense. So it's a, it's a democratic revolution, which splits the country and splits the country of Albion, Britain, into In east and twain. west, where the kingdom, the monarchy is the east, and the Commonwealth, the democracy, is in the uh, west. And then they build the London Wall. I don't. What is what was the timetable for building the London, the London Wall? I don't know what the timetable is. I mean, they literally split London in half. Well, no, but they I didn't they just like surround London with the with the wall. No, I think London is explicitly split in, in, in to, into pieces. Yeah, that makes sense. Point is, like downtown, the t- most most of the city is on the east side. It's Berlin. It's it's Berlin yeah, after it's, World War Two. Yeah, yeah, it's it's East and West Berlin. I'm trying to think, because we never really see a lot of the West side of the wall. We mostly just see Eastern London. We see the the kingdoms part of it. Actually, we spent most of our time in London for the like the whole series. Let's see. There's the Chisei episode. Yeah, they hardly ever leave London. It's pretty cool. Okay, so Cornwall is the Commonwealth. Yes. Okay. Okay, so the the four stacker. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They the the ship arrives. The ship carrying Chise arrives in the kingdom at Dover, which means the Commonwealth has Liverpool because otherwise it would have docked at Liverpool. Because Liverpool is the more important port. Yeah. Okay. Although, do seaports really matter once you have uh airships? I mean, if you're arriving by sea ship, I guess, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know what other countries all have them, actually. Yeah, I think it's mostly just uh, Albion has the airships. Because they're, like, the only ones with cave right, right? I don't know. See that's that's one of the problems. I mean, with they this show. they mine Cavarite, but they never mention where they mine it. Well, I assume it's in Albion. Well, yeah. I mean, like, what kind? Like, is it mined? Just as, like they have to refine it. We know that much. So you have, yes. you have Cavarite refineries. Yes, it's it's very complicated. They never show us an absolute map, which I mean, I guess is good because it means that if they make a minor mistake, we can't catch it. <laughs> Absolutely. Just a whole bunch of whole bunch of minor stuff. Actually one thing about while we're talking about like maps and stuff, I noticed because I thought it was kinda weird that the like major whatever he was who was uh, in the last episode. Uh yeah. Who was doing a thing that I'm not going to talk about because that's major spoilers. <laughs> major spoilers. They said he's from the colonies, but he's got like a a Scandinavian name. So does does that mean England owns 
part of Scandinavia? No, nah, I, I, I don't think I don't think that's what that means. You sure? I think that just means that England went and shipped off a few Scandinavian boys off somewhere. Possible. I, I don't know. Point is, they've got they've got the whole they've got the empire things going on. They are they are <laughs> full on Victorian England up in here. But anyways, case one. <laughs> right. Uh, case one. So y'all know how Anji is the original Charlotte and Charlotte is the original Anji. They look alike. Well, not alike. They look practically identical. Uh, aside from the hair, which I'm pretty sure Anji dies. Yeah, I've been wondering about, like, why is her hair that color? I mean, hair doesn't go from blonde to gray in the span of ten years, especially if you were, like, eight when you started. Yeah. I, I, would, I, I could buy that she, uh, she dyes it or something. I mean, that would not be, like, the most difficult thing she's done oh, no. to maintain her ruse. Oh, no, absolutely not. But, uh, yeah, case one, Operation Changeling. So the short of it is, they're going to kill and replace the princess. With someone who conveniently looks just like her. Of course, the, that plan immediately, immediately gets put on hold. They, they gotta go do some other thing. Gotta get like a key or something from a dude yeah i gotta get a key from a dude for a thing it's a macguffin it's a macguffin you don't really need to worry about it but they get the key with the help of charlotte real charlotte well no they wait yes wait <laughs> hang on hold on which one wait are you talking about hold on now i'm thinking did no, no, no. Anji was impersonating Charlotte to get the key. Yes. And then she had, and then she switched back to being Anji and gave the key to Charlotte. Exactly. So that Charlotte could get it out of there. Yes, because there was a there was a lockdown and the spy master of Albion showed up. Good times. Because, yeah, the Duke of Normandy runs all the spies in Albion. He's an asshole, by the way. The Duke of Albion. Or the Duke of Normandy. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's a total asshole. I mean, he didn't kill the MP, but... Uh... I mean, he did. No. Uh, he didn't he... die immediately, but later on they decided... Well... Uh... Oh, well, wait, no, he, no, hold on. No, no, it was, no, no. Yeah, it was no, no, the no, Commonwealth right. that assassinated yeah. him. Now I'm remembering. The Commonwealth decided to kill him before he could talk, and... Okay, yeah. A lot of spy stuff. A lot of spy stuff. It can be stuff. hard to keep track of sometimes. Yes. So let's see. Uh, in this in this episode, I, I do did really like the like armored formal wear aesthetic that a lot of the nobles had like during the ball yeah that was that was pretty cool a nice little extra thing something else i remember uh, the dude's guards the guards of the guy yes who they're trying to get the key from they're highlanders yes so that means that scotland yeah is probably still in the kingdom or, or at scotland. least the scottish highlands yeah <laughs> poor scotland poor scotland wonder what happened to Wales. 
if Cornwall's part of the Commonwealth, I'm pretty sure Wales went too. Yeah, that's that's fair. Oh yeah, and just undercover Angie is adorable. Her her per, her undercover persona is I love it. <laughs> the way she's able to just drop it like on a dime is also great. <laughs> she is she is truly a master of disguise. She's a master of lies. <laughs> Isn't dis- a disguise just lying about your appearance? Exactly. That's why she's really good at it, because she's really good at lying. I mean, she's from the Black Lizard planet. Exactly. And so is it is it spoil how much spoilers is it to say why their plan got fucked up? Ah. Uh, I say I, oh, dang. I mean, it, like a lot of like the a lot of the show kind of relies on it, but you are basically spoiling episode two and like the beginning of episode three. Yeah. So let, let's let's not. Okay. Yeah, like we said, a lot of the other a lot of a lot of other parts of the show rely on the twist here. Not that there is a twist, but there might be. Um, and it's probably better to just watch it and find out. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Anji is actually Charlotte and Charlotte's actually Anji's already a twist that we've spoiled, but I mean, we did warn you ahead of time. Yes. Did we? Did we warn them before we said that? <laughs> well, I did refer to Anji sometimes known as Charlotte and Charlotte sometimes known as Anji, but I don't think that's really a secret. Yeah, that's fair. It's complicated spy stuff. <laughs> we did warn at least before mentioning that they were each the different person. Yes. Okay, good enough for me. <laughs> so no more spoiler warnings for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the episode. <laughs> All right. Episode three is actually probably my, one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, it's pretty good. A fucking airship heist. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's that's classic Cold War spy stuff. Got to steal, like re- basically replace airship with submarine. Oh yeah. <laughs> And yeah, you've you've basically got a Cold War spy flick right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would I would definitely agree. Of course, their uh, their hideout at the school with their whole spread of guns. <laughs> it's great, like the pen gun. The pen gun, pen gun, mightier than the sword. Of course, they'll probably also have a sword gun, which is mightier than the pen gun. <laughs> oh, and I did say that undercover. Anjay is adorable. Yes, you do. Um, Anjay, when she drops her, uh, when she drops character, is also really adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It drops character. You mean w- w- <laughs> which time? I mean, <laughs> Anji has just is just layer upon layer of so many layers. When she's alone with the other one. You mean when Anji's alone with Anji? Yes, exactly. <laughs> when they're alone together, Anji can be who she truly is. <laughs> but I mean, this this episode's more uh more of a Beato episode. Yeah, it's it's showing. Yeah, it's, uh, gives us some of Beatrice's backstory. Uh, yeah, you know, helps build her relationship with Anji. Yeah. 
integrate her into the rest of the team. Yes. Show off her special powers, which she technically already did in the pilot because the first one, you know, they each more or less. Yeah, so we can kind of talk about show that, right? what they do. Yeah. She she has the ability to change her voice to so like literally anything. I w- kind of wish I had what she has. <laughs> it's she's so it's tiny. It's particularly hilarious because she's she's so short. But then she'll be like, <laughs> she'll be like talking in like this this old yes. gruff dude's voice. It's great. <laughs> like uh, later in the one where they go to the mine, <laughs> they're running down the hall and she's like yes. talking to Angie <laughs> with the guard's voice. <laughs> But having a perfectly otherwise like, innocuous hey, conversation. Uh, it's, 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 it, I don't want to be rude, but could you change your voice back to normal? Huh? Oh, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I think that was actually like the first clip we saw of the show. That was. That was the first clip I ever saw. I didn't know what show it was. I just vaguely said, huh, I should probably find out what show this is and like put it in my to, my plan to watch list. I think I found out it was Princess Principal yes. and then never put <laughs> it in my bar, list. right? Because it was, we were literally, we were sitting around at your place, looking for something to watch on Amazon. And we we passed by Princess Principal, and it was like, hey, we've heard of that, let's yes. watch that. And it, and and it was it so was awesome. awesome that we got through a bunch of episodes that, that day, and then we did not wait until we met up again to finish it. <laughs> it was that good. Yeah, it was that good. Yeah, so that's, that's more or less episode three, I think. Yeah, I mean, episode, I don't remember episode... Wait, oh, hold on, was episode... episode no, that was, that was the okay, one actually, episode Latisse 4 is the right? mine episode. Well, it got reintroduced. Yes. Oh, yeah, that, okay, so yeah, that's the mine one. And then 5 is the train samurai ninja fight. Yes, we will get to that. So yeah, the mine episode... I don't know, there's some mine opening. Oh, right, because the Empire... Not the Empire, the Kingdom. Like, perfected... They perfected uh, C-ball technology. Yeah, Anji has this little glowing green ball that it's got cab right in it. She uses it to turn into a glowing green, like, friggin' teleporting, levitating princess. She just, like, floats around, does gravity-fying stunts. <laughs> she just gets, a, like, a green outline, and her eyes glow green, I think. Yeah. But yeah, she gets to do all these crazy stunts. It turns her into a green levitating princess. More or less. So, but the yeah, the, the kingdom, they were built. They, they 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 finally built one, and because the kingdom has better like refining technology, they can build a whole bunch of them. Or they can like build it better. Yes. So that it's uh, more efficient. Well, they, they explicitly, I think the exact line is to say how if the kingdom main keeps like the technology, like the plans or whatever, then they can start building on mass like gravity weapons. If yes. that ain't if that ain't awesome, right? Like imagine World War One with like people shooting gravity lasers, just ripping chunks of the earth out and throwing them oh at their enemies. God. That's awesome. <laughs> this is the first one where it feels where you're like, wait, whoa, did we skip over something? Yeah. <laughs> because just Chise, the Japanese girl, is there all of a sudden. Yes. And she's not like fully integrated into the team yet. Yes. And you don't really know what's going on with her? I'm sure if you were a total freak about continuity, which I can sometimes be, that there there is a watch order you could create of to oh, literally yeah. get them more or less in order. 
Oh, absolutely. Well, can, if you just do it in case order. Yeah. But you lose some of the uh, what you call it. Suspense. Yeah, some of the some of the suspense and the dramatic irony and such. Yeah. Because I guess introducing Chisei in this episode makes you go, "Yo, what's up with this Japanese girl? What's up with her deal?" And then next episode, hey, it's the Chisei intro episode. Friggin' ninja samurai fighting on a train. It's great. It's amazing. I I, I want to give them props for making Japanese characters a little weird. Like, in the eyes of the British. Yeah. Because I know there's a lot of, like, other shows that would like just kind of hand wave it as like, oh yeah, the British already know all of the customs of Japan. And they know exactly what to expect. Or the Japanese don't act Japanese at all. Like, these guys are aggressively Japanese. Let's see. Let's what what's what's like a count of all this shit they do? Let's see, they all of the like bodyguards are wearing top knots and carrying katanas. Every time they have to like every time they want to say thank you, like get down on the full uh I don't know what it's called. But they get down in like the full on floor bow. Like all four limbs touching the ground. Yeah. Kowtow. Plus, plus I that is. Kowtow, yeah. Like they get down the full kowtow. Now, now I remember about the, the Duke of Normandy. Uh, oh, no, you, you finish, finish the thought on the Japanese first. Oh, no, that was pretty much oh, it. All right, then. Uh, I just remember, because uh, the Duke of Normandy, because uh, he wants to, like, get the princess killed. The, the princess princess, not fake princess, the real princess. Yeah. She wants to get, he, he, yeah. he wants to get the real princess killed because he wants to, basically, he, he, he thinks that she's basically too close to the throne in the line of secession. Which, to yeah. me, suggests that he would be behind her if at all, in the line of secession. Mm, that's a good point. You don't keep people who are, to kill people who are behind you in the line of secession. But yeah, that, that does make sense. Like, I'm, I imagine he's, like, either, like, a nephew, or maybe a brother of the queen. I mean, Queen Victoria is related to pretty much the every royal family in Europe. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Kaiser Wilhelm and Tsar Nicholas were cousins. They were both, like, the nephews of Queen Victoria. Okay, that's fair. The main reason I say like probably brother, either nephew or brother, is that he's in the like the fl- the the decade previous flashback picture. Yeah. Where like Queen Victoria's in the chair, and then he's standing off the side, and then there's a bunch of like kids and whatnot. Yeah. Like the the younger children of the the noble families of the royal family. So I I don't know. Well, I mean, he couldn't. I don't he know. couldn't be a brother. Why is that? Because uh, he couldn't be a brother of Queen Victoria because at this point it's still uh, primogenitor with favorites to the male succession. Oh yeah, that's right. So. So I guess. Uncle-in-law. That's possible. I don't know. They're pro. They're br- or could be brother-in-law. It's it's complicated. It's a it's a royal family. Is- it's the British royal family. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, uh... Oh, hey, whew. someone helpfully did make a chronological order for uh, a princess oh, principle. Nice. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Let's see. So, yeah, samurai trainjacking assassination attempt. Pretty good, pretty good sword fight in this episode between Chisei and the other samurai. Jubei. Jubei. 
Then you got the the next episode. Wait, his wait, his name was Jube. Yeah, or Ju Jube Jube. I can't pronounce that. Well, no, it's just because I I remember I just remembered watching another show with a samurai named Jube. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you told me about that. Yeah, good show. Weird show. Overall, a good show. Oh, overall. It had good samurai. That's not the point. That's not the point. <laughs> That's not the point here. Anyways. They got like episode six. The episode six. Yes. The Dorothy episode. The Dorothy episode. She's great. She's great. <laughs> She's great. She, she fucking wrecks a couple dudes. <laughs> she is one of the very rare anime characters who can actually hold their hold their liquor. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, she has, I think, 17 pints and is more or less fine. Oh, shit, that's right. Wait, no, they got up to, like, 22. They, yeah, they, but uh, yeah, but I started counting at 17. But and, she, she's Scottish. Probably. Isn't her last name McBean? Yes, I think so. So she is Scottish. And her dad's an alcoholic. But, uh, yeah... But yeah, uh, she's one of the very few anime characters who can actually, like, who doesn't, like, take one drink and then immediately just go, like, and then fall over. An another instance of this show getting, like, British British stuff better than uh, shows that might just be like, oh yeah, these people are definitely quote-unquote British, <laughs> but they act Japanese. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, when I went into this episode, uh, all I remembered was her dad is a dick. Her dad is a and he gets what he deserves in the end. Well, he he did try and become a good person. It's kind of actually why he died. Yeah. He had a, he had basically like a moment of care and decided, you know what? I want I want to be a good person. Now. Let's I want to I want to be on the side of righteousness. And then he got murdered for it. Admittedly, he was spoiler. <laughs> Small spoiler for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we we've said multiple times at this point that there's going to be spoilers from going on from this point on. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, I mean, he was being a little bit of a dick. Yeah. To get murdered. Yeah. Like, he definitely, I feel like he kind of deserved to get murdered. But did he deserve to get murdered like that? No. Like, closed casket. <laughs> Not at all. Nah, no, that, ugh. If you can't show it on screen, it's gotta be bad. <laughs> I mean, a girl shoots herself in the head on screen. Well, mostly on screen. We yeah. see her lovely blown-out head on screen. <laughs> and the and the blood trail. <laughs> the good old blood trail. This show does not skimp on the blood, but it, it doesn't drown you in it. Episode 7. Wait, I had I have one question. All right. That I shoot. that I was wondering, did her dad did Dorothy's dad really sing her to sleep with drinking songs? Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Oh, bloody hell. Alright, episodes... Episode 7. We are... Yes. That's, yes. that's the that's the real interesting... <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite of Anji's cover identities. <laughs> oh yeah, the delinquent. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Let's see, I have it, I have it written down here. Because I like wrote a little description of each episode <laughs> before I watched them. And so like this one was the Being a Working Woman in Industrial Britain Sucked Balls episode. 
So, like, besides, the, like, the greatness that is seeing more of Angie's acting ability. We also get to see child labor. Yes, child labor. It's not industrial Britain if there's no child labor. But, uh, like, I don't know. I have a f kind of a hard time justifying the episode. It, it feels kind of padding-y. It is a, it, it's not entirely necessary to the rest of the show, no. Yeah. Like, it gives you a little bit of, like, Chise, uh character development, sort of, I guess? Especially since, and this is a spoiler for the episode, the only reason, like, they completed their mission was due to dumb luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor bastard. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Was, Guy was, was using nerve gas on people. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Uh, fucking deserved every Did he die? I feel like he sh I hope he died. I mean, he got whacked in the head pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he didn't die, then he probably just died a lot slower later on that is a very good point <laughs> so yeah that not a lot not a lot went on some of the character designs were good though like of the uh, the other laundry girls so eight was that was eight is the pick that's the flashback girl. episode yes yeah i wrote down that it was the pickpocket girl and then i remembered when i was watching oh yeah it's the backstory episode yeah that's the one that is I, I, not really spoiler-heavy. A little spoiler-heavy. Spoiler medium. It's... Let's just say... Let's if not you get ever, into it. If you, but if you ever read The Prince and the Pauper, you know what happens in this episode. It's the Princess and the Pauper. Except yeah. with more violent revolutions. I think all stories can be improved by violent revolution, personally. I will say, I, I do like the... I'm pretty sure that's the Commonwealth flag that they're carrying during the revolution. Yes. It's like a red field with a gear and hammer crossed. <laughs> which is <laughs> the perfect kind of like... Uh, maybe not communist, but... It, it's it's definitely evoking communist imagery there. Yes. And I, I really like it. Because it's a nice, clean, simple flag. Alright, uh, episode 9, yeah. that's that's another Chisei episode. Yes. I guess you could say that is the Chisei episode. Yes. Because we had the one where she got introduced, but she's more of like a side character. But then this one is, she's the main character. Yes. I liked how even in like a steampunk universe, British food is still just very unappetizing <laughs> to someone who's not used to it. <laughs> Even the British found it unappetizing. <laughs> you that, don't go well is... and create a world-spanning <laughs> empire upon which the sun never sets if you like to stay home and eat the food there. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't know what instrument Chisei was supposed to be playing, but that was just a shell in music class. Um... Also, I'm not 100% on how you play cricket, but I'm pretty sure Chisei was doing it wrong. Yeah, I don't know how to play cricket either. 
I don't think anybody does. Maybe, I don't think anyone in America does. No one in America. Maybe like some obscure sports journalist or something. But personally, I have no idea how cricket works. I know that cricket bats make a great improvised weapon. <laughs> Especially when wrapped with barbed wire. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, that's why I'm not allowed back in Scotland. So ten, this this episode. Yes, the one the one where we see just how much Dorothy can drink. Yeah, and and the uh, and the suicide one. Also, we get a little bit of of Dorothy. Well, and not, we get like literally like the tiniest sliver of backstory for Anji and Dorothy. More or less explaining how Anji and Dorothy became like a team and everything. Well, not even, but yeah. well, no, because we found out how they became a team in episode yeah. two. But this is how we found out how they became spies. Yes, because spies are not born; they are trained. But I mean, it's not super important. Nah. Good episode, though. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good episode. Pretty good tension. And then, of course, there's the ending, which leads directly yeah. into the last two episodes. Yes, I was about. To, I was. I wrote that down when I watched that episode, and then I watched the next episode, and I realized they kind of recap everything that happened at the end, at the beginning of the next episode. So you don't have to watch episode ten if you don't want to. Like I said, you should watch episode ten because it's really good. Yes. Then episode eleven and twelve are just major spoilers. Yes, so we will we're gonna dance around this as much as we can. The reason Angie didn't say anything when they were given their mission at the beginning of the episode yep. was because she was screaming on the inside. Yep, <laughs> just like freaking out. <laughs> Let's see. Oh yeah, and here's where I found out that the opening was on Spotify because I was finally getting tired of not listening to it when I was doing other stuff. I've just been listening to it on repeat on YouTube. That is a very good uh, that is a very good idea. Oh god, just it's it's really hard to talk about this. <laughs> I, I don't I don't really think we can. Uh, like, I you just gotta can, take... Like, I, I mentioned Ingwe Ingwe because his name is like Scandinavian. So I'm pretty sure they've got Scandinavian. Wait, wait, no, never mind. It's possible he just lived on uh fucking the the islands north east of Scotland. The Shetlands. Yeah, the ones that Norway used to own. Yeah, I think that's the Shetlands. Yeah. All right, there we go. There we go. I mean, we found out have... where this guy came from. <laughs> if, if they have, if they have the Shetlands, I mean, if they have Scotland, they probably have the Shetlands. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's see. There's the one moment when they're on the ship. And... Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... Because so they have so many names between them. And the way they use their each of their names to, like, validate or deny the others... Yep. Goals. And I, I know. I know fully what you're talking about, but no one else who hasn't seen the show does. Yes. 
God, that is a really good scene. Yes. And takes us right to like the darkest moment. Well, yeah, I would say darkest moment of the show. In terms of like all is all is lost moment. <laughs> yeah. So then we got episode twelve. In which I don't even, I think we can talk about even less. Uh we can talk about pretty much that they go to Casablanca. <laughs> that's it. That's all that's really all I can say. There's a couple Yes. There's two things I have written down for this. Uh one is wait a minute, we're gonna need to see some ID. Floor it. That scene. <laughs> yep. That 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 scene is great. Um and then I just have written here gods, Angie and Charlotte are so gay, I love them. <laughs> they are extremely gay. Super gay. Flamingly homosexual. <laughs> are you gonna sit there and tell me I'm wrong? No. I mean, it, I'm I'm not gonna say you're wrong because I mean, how many characters bust their way out of a church carrying their girlfriend, like fly bust through a church carrying their girlfriend, and gr- and gracefully <sighs> float down to the ground? Yeah. <laughs> While talking about how you'd never want to leave each other ever again. It's pretty gay. And I love it. They are they are a great pair of characters. I love them. Uh, okay. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's episode twelve. What did you just send me? <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> so for everybody listening. There before I watched the show, there was this meme of the show going around. It it's not the actual uh whatchamacallit. It's dialogue. Not the actual, yeah, it's not the actual dialogue, but it's Angie fumbling with her words <laughs> saying, I'm a lesbian. 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 And then and then and then Charles is like, It's okay. Take your time. <laughs> and Angie goes Girls. <laughs> it's, uh, I love that meme. It's great. Oh, jeez. Let's see. And let's see my final thoughts. Good. Okay, we can't really talk about Zelda without spoilers. Yup. <laughs> she. She's a stinker. Yup. She was a stinker. Um, but I I suppose we could uh, take a moment and like ask what's what's the, what what do you think the uh, the movie will be about? Uh, I mean the 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 movie has like an official description, I believe. Oh, it does. Yeah, okay. like the I didn't it was actually supposed to, know. It was supposed to be released in April. Oh. But then, but then the Rona. COVID. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. Let's see, it should be yeah. P under P for Princess Principal. I swear there was a synopsis. It's not on my anime list. I swear there's a synopsis. Well, well that's a shame. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has it. And we just we just don't have it. So who knows? It probably won't take place during the series. 
No, no, it is a sequel. Okay, good. Because there's a lot of, like, open space in the series. A lot of cases they didn't cover. And I got to admit, I would be a little miffed if they just went back and covered the cases that they didn't cover in the show. I found found the plot summary. Okay. This is is a summary. This is not the actual, like, synopsis. This is, like, the blurb that they put in the back of the DVD. Yeah. So, I don't really think there's spoilers. All right. In London at the end of the 19th century. Oh, okay. So, they are confirming that this takes place in the 1890s. Oh, we, we, awesome. had, we had a lot of debating over when precisely this took place. And we were going over, like, you know, the cars, the clothes, the guns, like, little random bits of dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, 1890s. The Empire is increasing counter-spy actions in the wake of the incident. <laughs> so, that's literally the incident. Yeah, that's episodes 11 and 12. And finds control. The Commonwealth group in charge of covert operations of the Empire. At unease inspecting its... Uh, da, 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 da. The control assigns their spy ring to a new mission to extract a second-hand bookstore owner and deliver him to the Commonwealth hands. Something about... Try, they're tr- trying to ascertain, the, trying to make sure that uh, that Charlotte, the princess, is loyal to the Commonwealth. Basically. Ah, okay. Like, sending them on a dangerous mission, it looks like. Okay, fair enough. Test of loyalty kind of thing. The soundtrack, yeah. I was just, someone mentioned that the soundtrack is jazzy madness. Yeah, it's amazing. Just a soundtrack of jazz. <laughs> it's great. The animation. Oh, actually, speaking of, yeah, the jazzy soundtrack, um, we didn't really talk about the, the, uh, the sound the the track that shows up in the episodes every now and again whenever Angie does like something really cool. Yes. That one really jazzy track. You yes. know what I'm talking about. Yes, I know what you're talking about. God, I love the the, the whole the whole OST is just just great. Oh yes, absolutely. The animation's pretty good. I mean, it was it was three HZ and Octus. I mean, they're both pretty good. Yeah, they're like they integrated this 3D CG pretty well. There wasn't I mean, any like especially glaring CG Oct- except during episode two. Yeah, Octus did Girls and Panzer, and Three HZ did uh, GGO Alt, and those are both, I guess, you know, some pretty great examples of animation that use. Or I don't even know if GGO Alt used a ton of 3D CG. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. I didn't particularly notice. So well, that's, if you that's... can't notice, then that means it was well integrated. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, soundtrack's great, animation's great. Character designs, those are also really good. Yep. Because uh, everybody has a pretty good selection of outfits that they, uh, you know, other shows might have like one or two outfits. Yeah. How many outfits do, do they go through? At least five. I mean, Anji has her like what I call her commando outfit. <laughs> With like the fucking tutu skirt? Yes. <laughs> it's great. I love it. It's so stupid. It's great. I love it. And it's stupid. <laughs> Which is why I love it. And then Chise has her ninja garb. Yes. Which is basically just her normal clothes except without the skirt. I think Dorothy actually has the... I don't even know if she's, it's the most limited, she's got, but the... Uh, she's got, like, a cat suit, basically. 
that they wear a lot of dresses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, actually, now that I think about it, Dorothy's the only one that I think has a boob window in her like spy uniform, and it's actually kind of like uh, justified considering her role in a lot of their plans. Yeah, <laughs> probably a special request. Oh, definitely. I have that or a couple or a pair of scissors. <laughs> I will say this about the show. So Japan has. Japan can get weird about certain things, like yeah. underage drinking or underage yes. smoking. So Dorothy's twenty; she's basically twenty-one, jump streeting this by pretending yes. to be a high school student. And I Very swear, the so. only reason they did that was to so they could like show her like drinking and occasionally smoking without anyone losing their shit. You know, I I wouldn't doubt it. Because no one else, we I don't think we ever actually even see anyone else drink. Uh, well, there's the, uh... Anyone else underage. The or oh, okay. Who could be th seen as underage. That is a very good point. Mm. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't think of anybody. It's Japan, they're weird about well, that. I mean, maybe, like, implied in episode two, because, I mean, it's a ball, and yeah. there's fucking alcohol everywhere. I think you can imply all you want. Oh, but yeah. I mean, you even just can't show them. Even Anji's wine was explicitly mentioned to be like literally just dyed water. Yeah, but considering she had, you know, she it wasn't weird for her to have wine. No. One, wine was being served at this place with a lot of underage people. With Beatrice, who's so tiny, she might as well be a fucking toddler. <laughs> Uh, that was weird. That was a weird outburst. But seriously, she is tiny. She is She's tiny. She's so tiny. She's tiny. All right, and I just remembered Beatrice in her spy outfit has like the uh, the mantle cloak thing that she wears. Yes. It's great. Can I just say that scene uh, with with her changing her voice to the dude and like they dress up as uh, as, as a red coat. Yes. And they got the gas mask on. I just find absolutely hilarious that she's just like standing on Anji's shoulders to like <laughs> it's it's like it's literally like two kids in a trench coat trying to infiltrate an R-rated movie. <laughs> <laughs> but because the two of them combined would be a little tall, I'm pretty sure like I'm sure you can even see that Anji was like hunching over. <laughs> I think she was. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, just remembered like all of the uh, all of the casual racism from the British characters to Chisei. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's pretty uh, it's it's pretty low bar, like low hanging fruit kind of stuff. Yeah. They mostly just call her Oriental. Um. Reminds reminds me of uh, there's an episode of Doctor Who where the Doctor takes his companion Martha and she's black with him back to Shakespearean times and they, they're talking to Shakespeare and Shakespeare refers to her as his as 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 a dark Nubian goddess and she actually she looks at the Doctor she's like huh he's like uh, for the time very politically correct <laughs> she's like oh okay I'll be flattered then. <laughs> 
It's like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although the some of the Japanese some of the stuff the Japanese characters do is a little over the top Japanese, like still trying to avoid spoilers here, but in like episode twelve, I wanna say. When they go into the church and they're like on a on a cart driven by oxen by an ox. <sighs> like, cause they have they have access to the cars around here, right? <laughs> I'm not crazy, am I? <laughs> I think one of my other favorite scenes is the one in episode three where Anji is using the sea ball to do like an acrobatic parkour run along the underside of an anti-gravity airship in flight. That was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. I did find the, the chronological order. Okay, so... First is episode two. Then episode three. Then episode five. Then episode four. Then episode nine. Then episode one. <laughs> then episode seven. Then six. Then eight. And then ten, eleven, twelve are all in order. It's <laughs> a fucking mess. You know, it the way the series begins kind of reminds me of Yojo Senki. A little bit? Yes. How they just kind of get straight into the action. Yes. Uh, do a little bit of world building. But don't like dwell on it too much. Yes. It works really well. It works really well. Um, surprised you don't see... Actually... Well, I suppose you kind of do see some other series try and do that. It works well if done well. Yes. It works well if done well. But I think what I'm thinking of is like a lot of other series try and do something similar where they do a flash forward and then they go back to the beginning in yes. the next episode. What a lot of shows try end up doing is like, we don't want to wait. We just want to like, like say, Hey, this is going to be a thing later. So they like use the first two minutes of, of the first episode to do the flash forwards. And then they go straight back to the beginning. Yes. Like uh, eighth son. Oh gods! <laughs> I I was just just thinking about that made me remember eighth son. Oh god! That that is when when you started when you started mentioning that first thing when you said uh, flashing flashing forward at the beginning. Uh, immediately, that was one of the first things I thought of. That and uh, Volvrave, but I don't because I'm saying that because Volvrave is. Gets weird with its timeline and with its flash forwards, <laughs> like that, yeah, that one it fucks with its own flash. It fucks with its own future. And the in the, the one in that one episode that they never even like caught up to <laughs> over the course of the series. Yeah. But, uh... Man, we should talk about Valvrev sometime. <laughs> we should. I really watch watch Princess Principle in the order it came out, not in the order the. That it happens chronologically. It's like it's like trying to watch Memento in like chronological order. Yeah. It it the whole not knowing why something's happening is the whole point. I'm saying that about Memento. 
Yeah. But it's also true here. Yes. Because, yeah, there's a lot of things that happen in earlier episodes that make you more interested in things that happen in later episodes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, good so, show. That's a really good show. More people need to watch it. Uh, it's one of many shows that more people need to watch. <laughs> yeah. I personally give it uh, an 8, maybe an 8.5. Wow. I really liked it. It's one of my That's favorites. Really good. It is really good. For for record, all you people out there, the one other person on the planet who watches this thing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a my rating scale is weighted, I guess, towards fives because you know five is in between, so five should be average. There's nothing wrong with getting a five. Well, there's everything wrong with getting a five, but <laughs> like a ten does not exist on my scale because. A, a nine is considered perfect because it means that any perf imperfections are so tiny they're not worth mentioning. But everything has at least some imperfections. So yeah, an eight or an eight point five that is amazing. This is this is absolutely amazing to, in my opinion. Like what's a what's a what's another anime that's an eight point five for you? <sighs> Yo, Josenki. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a solid eight. Girls S Tour is a solid nine for me. Oh, hot damn. Yeah. I just I just love Girls Last Tour so much. I I think I've watched it f all the way through five times. I've watched like it to like episode 9 or something and then like fallen asleep after like 3 hours. Uh like I don't even know how many times. <laughs> Like, you just put it on in the background and let it run. Well, I put it on the background, and then I usually end up watching it, because just... <laughs> like, okay, I gotta do, I gotta do work and work and... Potato! <laughs> yeah, potatoes. <laughs> the the manga for Girls Us Tour is one of the... One of, like, the, th the th of the three most recent times I actually cried, one of them was due to the ending of Girls Us Tour. Shit. That's heavy. The, the the other one was the ending of School Live, and the third one was uh, the ending of Stargate. The ending of Stargate, not because it was sad, but because it was after ten full pissing seasons. And just, like, the emotional weight of having finally finished it hit me right in the face. Hot damn. <laughs> so, ending of Stargate, Tears of Joy. School Live and Girls Fest Tour, soul-crushing depression. But, hey, you... you, you thrive on that i thrive on that yeah well i you, you gotta you gotta balance out the good with the bad so you gotta you gotta watch something that's just soul crushing depressing so you can appreciate the the subtle joys in life like like yuru camp yuru camp is girls last tour without the soul crushing depression speaking of uh soul crushing depression we've got the uh We've got the pre. We've got the season preview. Oh God, I'm not looking forward to this. Well, I'm looking forward to watching Decadence. Decadence, yes, absolutely. I'm that's looking how forward that's to pronounced. that as well. Huh? So that's how that's pronounced. Decadence. I mean, they put a hyphen in between. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to tell you, man. Like I. I now that you say that, you. Say, I'm like, oh, that, I get that. That's I guess clever, but yeah. By Studio Nut, 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> there was supposed to be another. There's supposed to be another like something to finish off that sentence. It's by Studio Nut, which is the same one that did like they did Yojo Senki. That was the first thing they ever did. Wait, they did? Yeah, and it was amazing. It was the first thing they ever did. Okay. And that yeah, they really hit the ground running. Fuck yeah. And then they did I don't even know what this is. It's it's this is one episode on my anime list. Yeah. And then they did the Yojosenki movie, which again, yeah. amazing. And then they basically yes. decided, we're tired of making money hand over fist with the Yojosenki. We want to try doing something original. So now they're doing they're doing decadence. Deca- decadence. Decadence. They put a hyphen and that angers me. <laughs> well, you just you just do it like Yahtzee. Deca- dance. I'm going to call it Decadance. I, I can I can already give a couple couple uh, preliminary opinions. Uh, one of the shows I watched is an action show and it was really good. The other one is a magic school show and it's not. I'm very much looking forward to Super HX Eros. H-Cross Eros? I, I don't even know how you say that. It's It looks like my kind of Hexeros. stupid. Hexeros. Oh, it, it's, 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 it's Hex Times Eros. Yeah, but they, they pronounce it cross sometimes, like Hunter Cross Hunter. Who, who, who in the world says that? The Japanese. All right, I'm booking a flight to Japan and burning the country <laughs> down. Oh, wait, no, 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 I don't have to, because Japan sinks. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that just came out on Netflix. You got to watch that. Oh, yeah. We sh- yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some Maybe point. Some, some, at some point, uh, either you watch it and then tell me about it, or we'll both watch it and talk about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't normally go for, like, disaster movies, monster movies, but... I don't know. Maybe, maybe it being an anime will change it, or maybe not. But uh, my not. my assignment is Monster Girl Doctor. I I I saw a like a snippet of a trailer on YouTube from Crunchyroll. I exited out before it was over. I have no idea what it's about. I'm not going to find out what it's about before I start watching it. So I'm going entirely off the title. Okay. It's going to be bad. <laughs> I have, oh, absolutely. I say that with no knowledge, foreknowledge whatsoever. Oh, absolutely. And then Gibi, Gibiate. I think I assigned. I think I assigned that one to you because I don't want to watch that. You did. Yeah, it's like it's some horror thing. It's action fantasy horror martial arts samurai. That's a lot of. Uh... It takes place in Japan. The year is 2030, and the Earth has been overrun by a viral disease. Very topical, isn't it? Like Very topical. Could have just said this in 2020, guys. <laughs> you didn't have to go into the future. We'd believe you if you said it was happening right now. But there's a disease called Jibia that turns people into monsters. So then a samurai and a ninja from the early Edo period travel through time to the modern <laughs> period. <laughs> what the fuck? To help a professor find a cure for the virus. Okay. I don't even think the first... Yeah, the first episode's not out for another five days. Oh. Exciting. 
Well, <laughs> this is either that. going to be really good or really bad. There will be no in between with something like this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like with with that premise, it's either going to be just the most glorious, like, like we took a concept and we poured gasoline all over it. <laughs> Type deals, or it's going to be like, "Hey, here's a concept. Oh, I dropped it, and now it's in the mud." Okay. <laughs> of course, don't count out it having a really strong first episode, and then just kind of flatlining, farting along. Yeah, just kind of farting along for the rest of the series. Oh, uh, it is uh, Orange Pico's birthday. Today? Yes, today. Oh well, happy birthday. I'm pretty sure it was today. I'm still disappointed that there's no subreddit for just for dedicated to Orange Pico. Not every anime character can have their own subreddit. Not everyone is Megumin. Yes, it is today. I was not. I was not wrong. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I suppose for those listening to this in the future, they will we're, be. We're uh, we're recording this <laughs> on Friday. On, uh, uh, we're recording this on Friday the tenth of July. Of July that. So that is Orange Pico's birthday. So you better wish Orange Pico a happy birthday or Eli will come and find you and, I don't know, throw a cake at your face? Yeah, probably. I don't know what, I mean, that makes It'll sense. be a carrot cake. <laughs> I, I get it, because she's orange. All right. Well, uh, thank you to, <laughs> thank you for watching to Anime Stroganoff. I am Eli. And I'm Lilith. And we will see you next time. Peace.